Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the Film Alchemist podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey. Joined today uh, on this special rebooted version of our Nightmare on Elm Street series uh, by friend and returning co-host, it's me, Sam. The old it's me. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. <laughs> I was trying, dude. <laughs> I know. You are uh, to podcast intros what Freddy Krueger is to children's dreams. <laughs> entertaining. Yes, highly entertaining. Uh, <laughs> but not in this one. Not in the reboot, man. We're serious. So we've gone through every Nightmare on Elm Street movie. This is our second to last Freddy movie because, as you guys know, this month, Every weekday, we're dropping a movie. We're doing all of the nightmares, all of the Fridays, and culminating on Halloween Day with our Freddy vs. Jason pod. So this isn't the end of Freddy. Uh, it is the end of non-Robert England Freddy. The one and only. <laughs> we'll be doing that. Is he, He's uh, completely done doing them, huh? No, he just came out, actually, and said he's got one more. Like He'd love to do Ooh. one more, and then he wants Kevin Bacon to be the new Freddy. Kevin Bacon, huh? Yeah, K-Bake. So who knows? <laughs> Foot, footloose. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting choice. I actually have been loving the, the social media as like, who would you cast? My pick would be Matt Smith from Doctor Who. I think he's got the look. He's kind of tall, gangly. I think he'd be amazingly creepy. I would dig it. I just think they, they got a good guy in this movie. He's perfect. He he was good, man. And I don't blame whatever happened with Brady Whoa, on dude. him. Oh, what's, that's ha- what's happening in your house? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> no, yeah, I just it, my 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 life is like the opposite of Freddy's, right? Freddy haunts children. My children haunt children me. Haunt you. Yeah, yeah. So if you hear screaming, this is not the boiler room. This is just my everyday life, every second of my life. Oh, <laughs> Lordy, Lord. But uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. I even saw uh it too recently, and I was like, I think Bill Skarsgård would be a cool Freddy. Like I'd watch that guy do any of these monsters, man. I dig it. Hmm. But uh, this one, cool. I think. Uh, not loved by the fans of Nightmare on Elm Street series, not widely loved by the horror audiences in general, um, yeah. which is strange because as time's gone on, you've seen a lot of these remakes are really popular with fans, actually. The Texas Chainsaw remake is really popular. Well, it's got I think people Biel. like the Friday the 13th remake. A lot of the, I mean, Halloween's had a good reboot. Dude, ha- Halloween's reboot was the best, I think, by far. The Rob it was Zombie fantastic. one? Yeah, that well, one no, was Well, no, not only that, but the one that just came out that Danny McBride was a part of. Wait, wait, wait. With Jamie Lee Curtis is the old lady now, the old survivalist lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was That was cool good, too. too. Yeah. So, yeah, they've all kind of had a good other act. Uh, this one is probably the worst received of all of these, right? I mean, goddamn, even Chucky got rebooted this year, and it was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, Chucky was all right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so the thing, I was actually surprised when I went back uh, how much hate this movie gets because I actually think it follows the nightmare formula pretty well. There are a couple elements that are lacking in this, I think, that we came to like, but uh, I think Jackie Earl Haley ate a lot of shit for this movie is for his role as Freddy, but I was like, he was very menacing. Yeah. He did a lot of the humor. He right? had the voice down for sure. He had the yeah, Rorschach voice. I think he voice. honestly was pretty good, man. Yeah. Um, you'll have to let me in on is, the... What I was going to say, the problem is, is by the end of Freddy, he had become Bugs Bunny more than a boogeyman, right? Oh, He's yeah. He's kind of this cartoonish bad guy. And so I think when people saw this, they were like, oh, fuck, this guy's actually... I mean, this was like the Make Freddy Great Again or Make Freddy uh, Scary Again movie, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Where it's like, because he's terrified. This is the scariest Freddy movie of all of them. Mm-hmm. Right? It is a lot more true to the original where this guy, by the end of the series, we're kind of rooting for him. He's our our buddy murderer. You're like, this guy's a child murderer and pedophile. Like, that's a weird thing. Yeah. And this movie hones back in on how truly scary Freddy would actually be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not very comical in this one. It's been a while since I've seen... I know you've been watching them all this month, mm-hmm. but uh, it's been a while since I've seen the old ones, and I do remember him not being very terrifying. Even as a yeah, kid, I was just like, ah, he, he's telling jokes and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, it's funny because I think I like the Nightmare movies a lot more on average just because they have this kind of dynamic creativity in this and that. Mm-hmm. But as far as horror movies, they're probably the least scary of all the series, right? The idea is... Really the scary. idea is the most terrifying, but the besides maybe like not, Hellraiser. Yeah. But well, Freddy yeah. himself is the least scary of the boogeymen to me. Yeah, I think so. Because he just seems like a friend, like what you're saying. Not really a friend, but just like, I don't know, he seems like a real person, which is kind of fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they turn him into like a game show host by the end. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to deal with Freddy Krueger in real life. He's just having fun the whole with his staying powers. awake and this and that would be terrifying. Yeah. But in the movies, he he almost has no fear factor to me after about part three. Mm. Like well, there yeah. are some good kills. Part in three this was and that, favorite, but a lot of that is, uh, yeah, he's almost like a carnival barker. Like, look at these this sideshow of like crazy zany dreams that I've set up. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the first one, you're like, oh, he's out for revenge to murder these children because of what happened to him. In this movie, again, the reboot gets really into the revenge aspect of Freddy Krueger that he is this murderer, right? He feels not like he has some kind of cosmic uh, Disney Aladdin powers. Mm-hmm. But he's just coming into your dreams to fuck with you. He still and kind think, of has a sense of humor, though. No, he does. But he again, it's like if this guy was actually like a loner, serial killer, pedophile murderer, he's yeah. probably not the funniest guy at a party. So his humor <laughs> not being great actually makes sense, right? Yeah, that's true. He just has like disgusting humor that's only funny to him. And the rest of us are like, that's repulsive. You're talking about murdering kids. But uh mm. I don't know, man. I thought Jackie Earl Haley did a really good job. If I had a big critique of this movie, I think it's twofold. When in one, for how good of actors they have in this movie, the teenagers are wildly unlikable and unrelatable. And really? secondly, See, the I... dreams have no creativity in them. The dreams are very bland. They're, like the expansive sets and worlds that were happening in like three, four, five, you know, that's yeah. all gone. It's literally just Freddy in a classroom or in a sex basement or, you know, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of creative use of the nightmare uh, scapes. There's not so a that, lot of those dream are kind of magic. the two things I think that people were were sad about. But you don't feel it. What do you think? Um, well, no, I agree with that. Like I uh, I'm halfway through watching episode five and uh, just even just one scene in that where the dude's riding his motorcycle and like all of his. Uh, electrical yeah. components from the bike like reach up and grab and stick into his skin just that creativity is kind of missing but i also right. think and people even think part five sucks but you're like it has this wild creativity to it that you have to respect yeah it's like uh dream magic was what i was saying he's yeah. like a dream wizard so he's doing all kinds right. of weird superhero <laughs> shit yeah he, he just kind of seems like a guy that you know enjoyed his life and then they murdered him and now he's enjoying his death even more you know well because he's like this is even better you're like he's i like, get to kill is... kids and i don't have to worry about having like a, a job, job as a janitor <laughs> yeah. 
and I don't have to worry about running from cop. I just get all the murder all the time. This is amazing. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I What did you think of Jackie Earl Haley as Freddy in this movie? Because this is one of the Dude. biggest sticking points is that – because, like, our friend Cloud, who's done uh, a couple of these with me, uh, uh-huh. the audience would remember, he was always like, I don't know, man. They focus so much on the pedophile. I always just thought of him as a child murderer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's way better. That's that's better. Your your friend Freddie, who only murders kids but doesn't diddle them, which by the way is false, because newspapers constantly list him as a molester. But anyways, yeah. So I think the criticism of it's kind of the Wes Craven idea, right? Uh, he talked a lot about he didn't like any of the other movies in the series that he didn't make because mm. he lost the scariness. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie perhaps you- overcorrected too much and went all scary. Uh, what well, what did Wes Craven do? He did the first one. He did the first one, and then New Nightmare, which was kind of a a reboot. Yeah, where the claw comes out of the phone. Uh, that's all I remember from that one. That's yeah, that's the one where I know we're his following tongue. Wes Craven and Nancy and Robert England in real life as Freddy's killing them. It's very meta that one. I I dig it a lot. Huh? Yeah, I'll have to check that one out again. Um, <laughs> no, I liked him, man. I thought he was really. I, it's kind of surprising to hear that people didn't like him. I I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, because he wasn't like the fun again. He wasn't Bugs Bunny or the genie from Aladdin. He was an actual scary murderer. Like he was on a mission. Mm-hmm. He didn't have time to decorate, you know, fun sets. Like he's not. This is Freddy is not going to kill you by turning you into a cockroach and squishing you in a motel. You know, this Freddy's just like I'm in your dreams. I'm going to fucking slice you open. Yeah, like that's this Freddy. <laughs> and in a way, I I like that turn, right? Because I do think there's something with franchises where. All right, we have six Freddy Krueger movies, seven if you include New Nightmare. At mm-hmm. least five of those, he's the cartoonish, impish uh, genie from Aladdin-style Freddy. I was like, yeah. why not take a swing to make a new, a newer version of Freddy? Because if you don't like it, you still have the old ones. I yeah. appreciated a story that focused a little more on the deviousness of the parents and him as an actual terrifying murderer. This is the scariest Freddy to me, and I think even if the movie's not perfect, that makes it worth watching. Hmm. Yeah, it's different. It, it obviously didn't spur any extra remakes, so. No, this is this is pretty derided. Most people <laughs> do just, not like it's this just movie. this one, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, in part six, he in Freddy's Dead, he literally, the opening is him actually riding a broom dressed as a witch from Wizard of Oz. Oh. You're like, that's just not scary, right? No. That's the Freddy that we had, right? It was this kind of like Looney Tunes Freddy. I like this version. Um, now, you kind of hiccuped a little bit when I said I thought the teens were wildly unlikable. Yeah. Do you disagree with that? This felt almost like a CW show to me at a time, right? Yeah, but I mean, dude, these teens... Well, well, okay. Based on the other <laughs> based on the other remake I just watched, uh, Friday the 13th, those teens were unlikable on purpose, but I believe. But they're interesting to watch while intentionally being written to be horrible, right? They're kind of like rich snobs. Yeah, I These guess these kids it, are also rich, but they're not emo, really, yeah. overly serious, depressed. They're not. They're not interesting to spend time with. And the movie asks us to spend an inordinate amount of time just with the teenagers without Freddy. Lots of close-ups on their faces for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like Rooney Mara's gone on to be like one of the biggest actresses in town. You know mm. what I mean? Kyle Goldner, I think we both loved him. He had a run there for a while. I haven't seen him in a while. 
He was but the, Clancy the other Brown, kid. You got all kinds of Clancy, yeah, Clancy Brown's cool, but he's the other kid, the uh, emo kid. Yeah, yeah, he's he was on. Uh, he was on uh, pills. On pills. Yeah, he was taking the like speed for kids. He said. Oh yeah, no. Uh, he was in this other show called The One Hundred, I think. That I started. Yeah, watching. I mean, he he's all over other movies and this and that, but mm. I thought he would be bigger than he has become. But I, I that's what I mean. They have a lot of perform. That Kellen Luntz guy went on to be Hercules and in Twilight, the first kid we see get dude, murdered. Uh, Dean. Yeah, I wrote that down because yeah. I was and like, I was that that like, was a great opening, dude. I was. Uh, you know what? I was it, actually- it was. I was <laughs> kind of sad that that one didn't equate to more. What do you mean the opening? Yeah, because I think the opening is a bit of a microcosm of some of the problems of the movie, right? I like the darker tone. Mm-hmm. They have these good actors. I mean, they're almost a little too CW, right? They have a lot of, like, really hunky, good-looking guys. And Kyle Gardner, who's a bit of an everyman, which was good. But uh, so he goes into the back of this diner, right? And they do a great dream transition, which is always my favorite thing, right? That he is he, he blinks quickly, and then he's in the dream, yeah, which is cool. So he starts heading back into the kitchen, and he starts seeing these pigs' heads. And you're like, all right, why is he seeing all these pigs' heads? You know, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. What is this going to turn into that's fun? And then they just cut away. Freddy's like, rah, 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 and, and they cut up. back to him at the booth. And that's the whole – I was like – but that that to me was, all right, you've got a diner. You're filling it with pig heads. That's unusual. Use it. <laughs> and, the whole, and it just ends quickly. And this movie has a problem that it constantly is ending dreams with a Freddy jump scare where it's like, yeah. and that to me is a bummer. Cause I think that the best part of the series is sitting in those wacky dreams. Even something crazy like part five, the comic book black and white scene, which, you know, not one of the better scenes in the movie. That's still something that other horror movies don't do. Yeah. They tried something. Why not? Yeah, They tried something. And, and that's what I think this one lacked with some of that. But again, yeah. I think it's fucking brutal. Cause we come back to the real world. He's not out of the dream, and he starts cutting his own throat. Mm-hmm. That's fucking intense, No, that's, man. that's what I thought was cool. I was like, man, this is a great way to open up this movie. Yeah, and that one's scary, too, because Freddy's always operated on this level that he's kind of this ethereal dream demon, right? Or dream wizard, as you called him. Yeah, he's a dream wizard. In this one, a lot of times, it kind of gets back to part one where another teen will be right there watching the brutal, real-world fallout of freddy's assault Mm. right so while we know that freddy's killing him she thinks she's just watched her friend slice his own fucking throat open in the middle of a diner imagine the terror in your mind as you watch this (laughs) i know she handled it pretty well actually she cries at the funeral and then she's like well at least i got my my ex-boyfriend fallout boy you know what i mean yeah who ends up being uh kind of a no non-factor in the movie yeah, he's a bit of a douche anyways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I mean is I think the movie's doing one thing really well, but it's also kind of handcuffing itself. Because I, I like They're playing it too I safe, like the bruta- brutal nature of Freddy, but there's there is no I hate the argument there's no fun, right? Because I think there is fun in movies that don't have jokes. Yeah, Halloween's but fun. But like there wasn't a lot of creativity. That's what I think was missing. I think spot. they were just they were trying to be too like you were saying it follows the formula, right? I think they were just trying to be Way too formulaic. Just get hot actors. Yeah. Get death scenes that have already been in the movie before, basically. Except for the, yes. throat, the throat one was interesting. That was a new one. Um, right. 
This was like the House of Wax here. Well, because also— like, just get Paris Hilton, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. But also, I really like the throat thing because uh, it kind of showed something that we hadn't seen before. At least I don't remember with Freddy was that he could use uh, real-world objects. Like, uh, what was he—did he have, like, a steak knife or something? Yeah, so the kid picks up a steak knife that is acting as Freddy's finger to cut his own throat. So he's using something in reality to uh, within the dream, which which was kind of weird. But I thought it was right. interesting. And that that does happen throughout the series. There's oh, kind of this shift of, like in part one, they defeat Freddy by pulling him into the real world. And this movie does that same thing, which I think is pretty stupid. I was like, that seems silly to me. Like, why would you just want to fist fight him in the real world? You have a dream monster. Figure out a way to beat him in his dream world, right? Like, that yeah. just seems better and more interesting. And more but special But they do effects. it a lot. Like, even in, uh, we talked about in Dream Warriors, right? Part three, where Freddy gets the kid who's the marionette maker and mm-hmm. walks him through the hall like a puppet. Mm-hmm. But everyone just thinks he's sleepwalking and then throws him off the top of a building, of course. So there's a lot of those... How much impact does Freddy have in the real world? Yeah, can he see into the into yeah, the real world? Yeah, I mean, world? it seems that he can in most of the movies. This one has the most brutal impact in the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kill, actually, the guy we were just talking about, um, the shitbag boyfriend, the fallout boy, when he gets killed in jail, Yeah, I really like that kill. Again, wildly uncreative. He's kind of teasing him, right? So you get a little of that classic... Freddie, and what I like about the way Jackie Earl Haley does his comedy is it's specifically to elicit that disgusting fear, right? Mm-hmm. That this guy gets hard. Something only he'd think was funny. Yeah, because he's getting hard on your fear and torment, right? He doesn't care for you to laugh. He wants you to be disgusted and look at him with terror. That's how he gets off. Mm-hmm. But that kill especially adds a really fun wrinkle in this one, which I, I thought was a little underutilized, was... He talks about how he cut this guy's heart out, essentially. The guy's bleeding all over his cellmate. It's just like, I didn't fucking do it. Get me out of here. Yeah. Again, another person who's like, what the fuck is happening and traumatized in real life. But he says that, uh, you know, even as your heart is dying, your mind will be alive for seven more minutes. Yeah, which so I'm, I can not, play I'm with not sure you that's for true. Seven- yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like the old <laughs> guillotine, right? Like, that guy blinked 22 times after a guillotine. What a scientist. You're like, did he? Like, yeah, I don't know if that's true. It's cool. But that's why it's a cool idea that Freddy's like, I've achieved my mission of killing you and I have seven more minutes to torture you. Or he could have just kept him alive for like weeks or something. I mean, he was in jail, right? Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of the weird thing, too. They do this in some movies. Freddy has to gather fear and souls to become more powerful. Mm-hmm. In others, he's just trying to kill to get revenge. He's just having fun. Yeah. Yeah, and this one kind of, I think he's more out for the revenge than the... He doesn't the seem as kill. fun, yeah. Yeah, because I think for him, he's he's more on the, he's more of a serial killer in this one where it's it's been X amount of days, I need my fix. Right? More than he's like, I have to get revenge on those parents. He's just like, I just want to fucking play thing. But dude, in Which all reality... Which adds a really scary element to him. Wouldn't he be going after little kids? That wouldn't be as good of a movie. Right, that, well, my thing too is I was like... That's the Disney so, version. His hard-on is for little kids. Yeah. He'll settle on teenagers, but why not haunt and kill the parents that killed you? Yeah, I was thinking that too, but... That's always been my question. I'm like, I'm sure it's not as good to get, you know, like, older actors, right? They want, like... Because Nightmare also always has to have tits in it and this and that. Except for they this one. They want those younger, hot actors. Well, yeah, not this one. This one was bullshit. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I feel rough. Yeah, I looked it up afterwards. I was like, what was this, PG-13 or something? No, it's I mean, ra- it couldn't have been, right? It's it has ra- to be R. It's definitely rated R, but they just... Yeah, because it's just, just brutal violence. Tried to be too classy, dude. Yeah, they're like, we're more in for the torture Unlike and not the boob porn. the better of the two re- remakes, in my opinion, Friday the, th- the 13th. <laughs> yeah, no, well, exactly Friday's is way better because it... I think it marries more of what the fans want, right? Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like they didn't get their Freddy in the form they're used to him, and they didn't get that extra creativity. It's so. basically a new character. Like the way I look at these remakes are: what if this movie came out? If this movie came out in the '80s, it would be amazing because everyone would be like, "How'd they get it to look so good?" But uh, <laughs> other th- other than that, I don't know well, if, this if this movie, movie would came be. Came out in the '80s, you think it would be more along the lines of like "The Hills Have Eyes" and "I Spit on Your Grave." Like this would have been way more of a. This is X-rated brutality, this you know. This is very dark, yeah. Yeah, whereas Wes Craven's has that little extra layer of high concept that mm. shields people from the actual, holy fuck, because again, Cloud has gone his whole life, he's in his 30s, thinking that he was only a child killer, and that makes him more acceptable to like. He's an actual fucking child pedophile rapist murderer, right? He's everything, he's, yeah. As far as a human before they turn Well, no, no, he series, wasn't a murderer before. He's her- was yeah, he? he was a child rapist and murderer. Oh, well, in this movie, he was just a child rapist. Well, yeah, this one, he didn't start the killing yet, right? So this one did yeah. the opposite of Cloud's take, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and what's can you explain this to me? What's the story with the glove? Like, I didn't really understand. Why did they go with the glove? The glove, well, obviously, I think it just looks cool, right? Like, when they were probably first doing Freddy, they're just like, fuck, that's awesome. They just decided... Well, I remember reading that when they first brought it in, people were just like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, it just it became cool. a thing. But, yeah, in this one, they do a good job of he gets him down in, like, his playroom, right? The the, the sex room in the basement. Mm-hmm. And he has all these little torture devices and toys. Because, like you said, it's actually almost worse that this guy – there is something, I think, in, in movies and horrible stories like this where death becomes a, a respite from the tragedy, right? Mm-hmm. To just do this to these kids and watch these kids become broken, ghostly versions of themselves. To watch that innocence and in life die in their eyes. Well, and that's what he wanted that's with Nancy, really right? Fucked up. He wanted yeah. her. He didn't want to kill her. I don't think he wanted he to keep her. He wanted to. These keep... were these were his toys. No, I mean even later when she was uh, seventeen, he said that he wanted her to be in a coma, so that right. it seemed like he wanted to just keep her to torture her. Yeah, he just wants to play with them. All so basically, the time. it seemed like he didn't give a fuck about any of the other kids. He just wanted to get her. Yeah, he definitely had favorites, right? Because there's that terrible part in the dream when she comes back in the dress, and he's like, that was always my favorite dress. Uh. <laughs> and he starts licking her and shit. You're like, oh, my God. It's, this one is repulsive, right? But I do think there is something to be said for after seven movies to make Freddy repulsive again, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think we got a little too cool with, oh, I'll get my son a Freddy Krueger doll. <laughs> no, I know girls you know? that have, like, Freddy Krueger tattoos and stuff. And I'm Dude, like, they sell Freddy Krueger plush toys at Target. Yeah. That guy's a fucking rapist. I know, man. <laughs> and like, they're, bla- they're blaming video games. Because of what? Yeah. Oh, you can't buy a video game. This guy's a fucking rapist, and they make a children's toy for him. It's fucking crazy. So I like the repulsiveness. I will say I also like the idea that they added in this movie. They didn't play it very well because it was fast. I love the idea that they played Freddy as innocent. Uh, I never bought it. I, even I, Well, no, the- we didn't buy it because we've known Freddy for 20 years. Well, yeah. But it was fun in the context of the movie to see these characters face 
holy shit, did our parents murder an innocent man? Like, imagine if you found out your parents had just, like, brutally murdered a guy, period, let alone that he might have been innocent. Yeah. That's really a fucked up inversion of the series. Again, they only play it for, like, five to ten minutes of the it movie. Seems, Plus, man, Freddy's so brutal, it's hard to imagine. I, I don't know. I thought that part was kind of lame. I was like, why is this? It felt like filler to me. <laughs> like, why was it even in there? I See, I liked it, man, because I think that's one of the things. Well, why would the they think that, is, though? It doesn't make any sense. Why, like, why would they be like, oh, it's cool that he's killing all of us now that it's our fault? Well, like, because, it, again, this gets back to the this is his attack on the parents is you have to live without your kids now. You yeah. killed me falsely to protect your kids. Kill my fucking parents. Is, right, but that's the thing. He wants them to live with pain, right? Leaving them alive causes more pain and damage and grief. If they just die, it's over. Yeah, they can get new kids. <laughs> They're old as fuck in this movie. Dude, every, every... Clancy Brown is not still shooting in this movie. Yeah, but he's Maybe. still he's still adopting. He is the Kurgan. Maybe he's still shooting. Yeah, he's There's only no 600 at this point. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's a cool... Because this is the thing. In a reboot to me, your goal is to pay tribute to what's come before, right? Don't brush fans off like, you know, oh, Freddy Krueger now um, is never in a dream. He's a real world guy. Like, don't do that, right? Do yeah. the things that we like, pay homage to the original, but you have to inject new ideas and new points of view that make it worth reading. Like, that's why Batman's been going for 75 you, years. We keep changing do the you point do. of view and finding new things still. Yes, you have to. I don't think you do. And man. I think the idea, because this gets lost in Nightmare a lot, is the parents are always shitty in every movie, right? They want to kill this guy because they feel their kids are in danger. Later, we find out it's more of an ego thing because now that they have their kids alive, they never listen to the kids. They always act like the kids are an imposition on their life, almost like they wish they were dead. So they just killed Freddy out of their own ego. They should have just left Freddy. Stay alive. Parents. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it feels like in some movies. Like, why did you fight to save your kids? You clearly don't care for them at all. In this movie, taps into some of that. It's, it's a really good wrinkle they found, and they just didn't explore it very well. Eh, I, I think that... What if that was the twist at the end of this movie, is that Freddy had been... Innocent? Innocent the whole time. I would have been very pissed off, I think. Yeah. I'd have been well, like, it seems like that's what Twitter's all a buzz about with the Joker movie. It's like, oh my God. Like, they're saying the Joker's Q. It's like, no, we all know the Joker's a bad guy. Like, <laughs> we know Freddy's a bad guy. Yeah, but Freddy's I, obviously I a bad guy. Even if he did... Like, dude, don't come back to life and start killing everybody, man. Like, just chill out. But he, he becomes a demonic manifestation, right? He's not alive killing people. Well, kind this of. is that, that whole repressed guilt and your sin coming back to eat you, which I think would have been fun. I don't know that you could do Freddy innocent, but it was a fun, a fun. So new wait, you think this is all just a metaphor? This would all just be a metaphor if he was it innocent. Like this, he's be. the parents guilt. See the way I, the way I view it is no, 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 but he's I'm a dream wizard. If, if he was innocent and he comes back as a vengeful spirit and we think all these, oh, look, he's a vice principal. He must be good. No, he fucking murdered a guy. First off, well, I don't know why you think that. Because but... <laughs> he's Clancy. My, I my vice principal he's, was a drunk. He's a bad guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think you need to keep horror movies like this simple. I think the scariest ones are the simplest ones, dude. Like Halloween. Very simple. Guy chases right. this girl. 
It's very right. scary. But I'm saying, right, like something like Strangers Pray at Night works really well. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah, I could imagine being in the woods with nowhere to go and these giant monsters are trying to murder me. That's scary. Like, wouldn't it be right? so much scary? In my mind, it'd be so much scarier if you you just don't even figure out why the fuck this guy's trying to kill you. The whole movie, it's just these kids trying to run from this demon. You no, don't see. I I like the backstory. You like a lot the whole. Of Freddy eh, I don't know. It just gives him an excuse. I I don't like that it, they tried to make him seem like he had a reason. I think it's scarier think it's when people an don't excuse. have excuse. I think the thing is, if you don't tie him to a group of kids, mm-hmm. then the question is, well, why is he not killing kids in like Florida? Yeah, why? That's he all be? he is is a reaper of children. Like, why not the whole world? Well, right? actually, funny enough, he did kill a kid in Florida in this movie, but it was a kid from the same preschool. That's right. Remember? I forgot about that. And the guy that's, somehow. That's a cool element, too, is spreading them out. Well, because that's all, the other thing. If you ways. killed a guy on Elm Street and your kids got raped there, wouldn't you fucking leave Springwood? I'd be like, we got to move. This place sucks. Yeah, most, <laughs> good, most good serial killers would move. Yeah. Or just but kill yeah, in general. I, I don't know. See, I, I like tying him to a group. I, I've really always enjoyed that. And I don't think they're giving him an excuse. Mm-hmm. I think they're explaining why he hunts the way he hunts. Because especially in the original series, he's so fucking powerful. Yeah. Why would he not be killing the whole... I mean, this movie even does the Pied Piper allegory, which is a terrible fucking allegory for Freddy Krueger. Because the Pied Piper legitimately did his job and helped this whole town out. He got rid of the mice and then took the children as vengeance for them being fuckheads. Mm. Right? This movie is essentially saying by comparing him to the Pied Piper that... Freddie did good. He took care and of the kids. Now he has to get vengeance. You're like, no, Freddie never did good. He never got rid of the rats. Freddie is the rats. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was one of those. I was like, guys, screenwriter. See, I didn't look you too did, much you into that. You just googled like, you know, who's a bad guy to children in mythology and well, stuff. Like, you didn't think that one through at all, dude. If we want to get into the writing, I I had a huge problem with this. I mean, not really a huge problem. It just kind of confused me that the protagonist changed like. 25 minutes into the movie, which I think happens a lot in horror movies, maybe. Well, this happened in Friday the 13th remake, too. Yeah, like I noticed that, 23 too. 23 minutes of, like, here's a group of kids. Oh, now we're just restarting the movie. Maybe that's I why. Do, I yeah. agree with you on this. I wish they had focused in, because, you know, the originals had Nancy. Then we had Kristen. Then we had Alice. We always had kind of our point of view character girl. Uh-huh. And, and I think that just works better narratively, because... Again, I, I never felt attached to any of these characters. I think they're the whole movie is so emotionally dead. Mm-hmm. Every character feels so deadpan and just, you know, oh, the blackness has swallowed me. I don't ever really latch on to anyone. And perhaps really zoning in on Rooney earlier and more might have fixed a lot of that. Yeah, it didn't make any sense why we spent so much time following. Like, we we had this girl's, like, thought, I forget her name. What's her name? Uh... The blonde lady? Uh, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, so we were following Chris, and everything's from her point of view, you know. And then all of a sudden she dies, which I thought was cool. And I think maybe that's a thing that they did intentionally because is it true that most of the protagonists from the uh, original series and ones before were blonde ladies? Almost all Uh, of them? You know what? No, I don't think it is. Oh, really? They had – because the first – Nancy was brown hair. Okay. Kristen was originally Patricia Arquette. She was very blonde. And then Alice, uh, who came after that, was a redhead. What about the girl from five? Who's that? That's also Alice. She's blonde. She's in four and five, yeah. 
she, and then she, in part six, uh, I forget the lady's name. She's black haired, so they have every haircut. Oh, they have every. Okay, never mind. I thought they were Colored trying to be movies. like, we're not going with the blonde chick this time. Ha 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 ha. No, and actually, the girl that she's paralleling from Nightmare One was blonde. Like this scene essentially existed in Nightmare One. Well, in that but dress, it was her too. and Nancy and Johnny Depp having a slumber party. The skeevy boyfriend bust in just so they can fuck, and then she dies. Mm, of course. Right? So Nancy's still there and still involved in what's happening, and then we just cut to the murder. So Nancy's still involved. This one, they're just like, we'll just do a detour with this girl trying to reason with her mom and, you know, trying to, like, they're, the one scene I was like, this is a microcosm of what's wrong in this movie, was when she went to find her childhood pictures. Uh-huh. Because what I was like, these parents had to have erased these pictures like you had to have burned these pictures no i was i was actually i was watching this one at work too and one of one of my workmates walked by and i was like (laughs) and he watched that scene with me and he's like well if they're trying to keep a secret from her why would they keep them up (laughs) and why would they label them oh sixth grade preschool first grade uh rape rape school that's how i knew nobody nobody's that organized but this is what i mean that shot of her i'm alone in the house i have to walk all the way to the attic look through the box Find the picture, lights go down, Freddy jump scare. I was yeah. like, that felt like five minutes of movie. And this is not a long movie. But that one scene felt so it's longer than fucking I thought it long was. and nothing happened. The creativity of that, you have her in the attic with her childhood treats. Use that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just a long nothingness that ends in a jump scare. That that to me I was one of those scenes I was like, how long has this been happening? Yeah, they like, could have made that super cool. Why can't I get cool. back to the Freddy story? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a weird detour. You're right. And yeah, it's just there were just scenes. But you that said take you liked way it, too man. Long and, you just said no, you liked I, it. This is the thing, right? I've seen a fuckload of movies and especially a lot of horror movies, right? And for me, I know most movies aren't perfectly formed pieces of art, right? Mm-hmm. And this one has a lot of issues. What I like is I like some of the new elements they added again. I am a big fan of making Freddy Krueger repulsive again. I like spending time in that arena instead of him being the Wicked Witch of the West, right? I liked him being, this guy is an actual fucking serial killer pedophile who gets off on torture. I thought that was fun to do, and I thought Jackie Earl Haley's performance was chill-inducing, right? I really liked that. And, uh, you know, it has some slick work. I thought the actors were really good, even if they were, I didn't latch on to them. I liked watching Kyle Gallner uh, just try to, like, stay awake. You know, I, I thought yeah. he was good, man. Uh, the idea of micro-nappings, I was like, that felt a little midichlorian from Star Wars to all, me. All of the science in this one didn't make sense. Because <laughs> also, I don't think you go into a coma if you don't no, I, I think your body, you can die from lack of sleep. I do know that. Well, yeah, but dying is not going into a coma. Right, but I mean, you might be able to fall into it. Your body's just doing anything. Like I have to go on life preserver mode. Well, I just honestly don't think you could get to that point. Like you would just fall asleep. You would just pass. Yeah. Well, they were also just doing dude, it so that you could get. They don't have to be in a bed, right? Like Nancy, the scene when she's in the pharmacy and it's cutting between boiler room, pharmacy, boiler room. She's micro napping. Yeah. I was like, that was kind of cool. Like that was an okay ad. Micro napping seems a little bit of a cheat to me. Also, why would you? Okay, it was cool. the the scene the scene is they really did daydreaming cool. in a different one. I mean, you got to use that? it. There's only so many dreaming things. They did daydreaming in the other movies. Well, that makes sense. That's just falling asleep they, during the day. But uh, yeah, there's only so many dreams. <laughs> but no, the scene that I thought was was a cool scene and made sense because you know it's going to go in the freaking trailer 
was when she's in a bathtub and the claw comes up between her legs. I was like, oh, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, throw back to the most iconic and it's not, shot it's, of all time. Oh, that was that was a shot from another. In the original, that was in the first trailer, too, where the claw comes out between her oh, legs. Oh, dude, I'm such a noob. Um, scrub. Yeah, I'm a scrub. No, that, I love that moment, too. But also, like, why? why I mean, and also, that was a good one because it wasn't a jump thing. It was kind of funny because his hand just goes yeah. back in. But uh, yeah. But why would, but why would you I get mean, in a bathtub, that, dude? It, it works better in this one, believe it or not, because Freddy is, again, he's more into the torture than the kill. Which I really like in this one. Yeah, he so could that have, hand shot he, works on a new level. I, I thought that was cool. Also, he didn't want to kill her, I don't think. Which made yeah, exactly, which made exactly. a lot of those things. Because he could have easily just killed her right then. Because it is part of the other Freddy movies. Is always like, why is he fucking around? Like, we did the stat a couple times now. Yeah. Uh, Voorhees kills about 13 a movie. Michael Myers almost 10. Freddy barely 4 a movie. Almost every Freddy movie, half of the kids get away, it feels like. Eh, he's you just, know, so he, that's there is this like, is he just out for revenge and kills or what? And this one dives into the, I just like play things, right? He just wants to have I have board. X amount of play things, so I have to make them last a little bit. Nancy's his favorite. I think it, I mean, that's the thing. It, I, I like, I like this version of Freddy. I wish the movie were stronger throughout. Like yeah. if you put Jackie Earl Haley's super menacing serial killer, Freddy, in a very vibrant, creative world like part four or five, I think this movie sings. Like, I would love to see that. Yeah, you can see his true power. Yeah, like, I would like to see this guy in more fun worlds, right? Like, the hunting part is great. I just would like to see that, right? It's like, you know, the Predator. It's not as fun if he's in an old town buffet or whatever, old country buffet. It's better in the jungle. It's better in the streets. Uh-huh. You know, like, it's not as fun if he's in, like, I mean, like Predator a, you know, 2, dude. They fought, they fought in a grocery store in Predator 2. But that's what I mean. It was in the city. Yeah, but that was pretty right? dope. You got to admit, that, Predator That 2. is one of the all-time best sequels. I love Predator Yeah, 2. Predator 2 with Danny Glover. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, this one, I, I think Freddy was fantastic. I thought a lot of the acting was fantastic. The production value was very good on this. I just felt like it lacked the spark. It was almost like we have all the money. We have none of the creative struggles, so we don't have to like try to find good ways to fix it. Yeah. And they got people whose main mandate was, we just want this to be scarier and more torture porny. And make a b- bunch of money real yeah, quick. Yeah, and, and it's, it feels like one of those, it had a lot of studio notes, like, do this, do this. So it yeah. didn't feel like it had that, that love of Freddy that even something like Freddy's Dead, which is not, it's probably the worst of all the Freddy movies. It still has that. You could tell they really love and had passion for the character and the world. They really tried to expand out the mythology to an interesting place. This is what I feel like the remake was lacking and why fans didn't really bring a lot of support to this one. Right on. Yeah. But at the end of the day, right, I'd rather have you try something different than just redo the same movie. Like, we already have all the the Bugs Bunny Freddies. I liked making Freddy terrifying again. That's the part that I took from this. I honestly, dude, I honestly think, yeah, you're right. They had a huge budget. They had good set designers, but I think the script just needed to be more creative. They needed to come up with better ideas for them to put that money towards. Right, well, this felt like Freddy and Hostel, right? Like, dark, dang, scary. Like, Like, the rooms have to even look scary and gloomy. Rather than, you know... Isn't it crazy? Like, there's a great scene in, uh, I think it's part four, where the kid just goes, he falls asleep in the shitter, and all these cheerleaders run in when he's on the toilet. 
And me and Cloud are like, that's like a real high school nightmare we all remember. Mm-hmm. It's like being naked in high school or shit like that that's really scary to your mind and adds a fun extra visual flair to the nightmare. This one, it's like they're trying to even turn the rooms and the walls into serial killers. And again, it, I, I can understand some people, too. They're like, you know, this is a little focused on pedophilia. Like, this is hard to watch. Like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, which is probably why they didn't go that deep into it in the old ones. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? They wanted it. Yeah, that was his past. He's a bad guy. That's all you need to know. Now, look at this Bugs Bunny guy. Yeah. Uh, this one, He's they quirky. really make you sit with how fucking cringe-inducing he is. Yeah. It's really bad. But I don't know. I, I think that has merit. Is a guy who now has watched all of these movies three times, I think, since June. Uh, you know, I've crazy, seen a lot dude. of Freddy. That's a lot of I've Freddy. seen a lot of Freddy. I love these movies. And I think even this movie that is not super well-beloved and wasn't received and didn't start anything, I think it adds a valuable lens to look at the character again. I do think that has a lot of value to me. I agree with that. I thought it, I thought it was a cool yeah, movie. And I do think it is the second worst Freddy movie behind Freddy's Dead. But, or I mean it before Freddy's Dead. I think Freddy's Dead is the worst movie. But, uh, again, I, I think It's been so long since I've seen the old ones. Great, I don't know. Yeah. Even if they're not great, there's still something you can learn about the character and find new ways to love the series, man. And this well, movie accomplished it. was entertaining. But here, let me pitch you something, dude. Yes. What do you think about this idea? Um, Freddy versus Eddie. You have Freddy versus Jason. Freddy <laughs> versus Eddie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Eddie? Who do you think? Eddie Izzard? No, dude. Who else has a claw for a hand? Wolverine? <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. What am I missing here? Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, fuck yeah. Freddy versus Eddie. That should have been the It would the be battle. funny because Edward Scissorhands is the archetype moody emo teenager character. What would his dreams look like? Would That's Freddy what, love no, those dude, dreams and he, just be like, dude, we're buddies now. We hang some out. Some Tim Burton fucking dreams. Freddy It'd be like Freddy's, Eddie. but everybody would be singing. Yeah. Well, I thought my idea was I was like, if they remake this again, they're definitely going to comment on how we are all asleep as we use our iPhones too much. Mm. So you'll get a lot of like Freddy as an Instagram chick, like, ooh, ooh, look at my boobs. <laughs> So I was like, we'll definitely get a lot of smartphone Freddy. Yeah, thanks, Hollywood. But I like Freddy versus Eddie more. We need more lessons, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you Joe Rogan listeners are so aggrieved all the time. <laughs> all right, guys, that's it uh, for the one and only remake of Freddy. That's literally the only non-Robert England Freddy movie. Yeah. There were two other times that he was not Freddy, right? In part two, he they thought he wanted too much money, so they tried to cast a new guy, and he was so bad they immediately were like, "Robert, we're sorry, come back." Yeah, if you're gonna but have that many lines, you gotta be good. Yeah, there's still footage of it, right, and how bad it looked. And then uh, Super Freddy was played by a giant bodybuilder. Super Freddy. What's in that? part five, when he goes in the comic book and becomes the giant buff Freddy, that's a different. Oh, guy. gotcha. So we've seen other people uh, be Freddy, but this was the only one where some real actor got his own vehicle, and it just sadly did not work. But I don't blame Jackie or no. uh, Earl Haley. I think he was a fantastic crew guy. Yeah, if anything, he helped it. I, I get why people didn't like him, because they're used to the old uh, version. But yeah. Dude, he, did, he was probably the best part of that movie, in my opinion. Oh, I mean, easily the best part. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I think if he had had those cool dream worlds, I think people would have fucking adored what he did. It is really sad because you're like, 
it's the hard part about movies, right? We talk about on this show, the alchemy. There's so many little elements and moving parts in a movie. Yeah, everything was good except for just, yeah, the dream worlds, man. I totally agree with you on that. Well, like, imagine if you're like, if you have to make a Freddy Krueger movie, what's the most important thing? To have an awesome fucking Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Yeah, you can have horrible. And then everything else fell apart. Yeah, everything else can be horrible (laughs) as long as you get that part right. Yeah, or so you think, and then they get that part right. And they skimp on everything else, and the movie suffers. And then it's Freddy's dead. Yeah, and this great performance and this Freddy that we could have had for years now, just gone. It's Dude, sad. It happens all the time. Like, think back to, what is this, 2010? Remember when we saw the billboards, like, on Hollywood Boulevard, and we were like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. dude. I was so ecstatic for this movie. We went to it. the Chinese theater for opening night, and then afterwards yep. we were just like, eh. It was, <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is what I've been waiting that, for. Dude, since that was, I was Jackie a Earl Haley's like prime time too. He just got done with Watchmen. Oh yeah, he was kill. I think that's the only other movie I remember him from. But and again, I liked the tone of the trailer because I was like, man, this is fucking dark. I'm excited. So like I was excited to do this version of Freddy. And you know what? I still find a lot of value in it today. I really do. That's what I'm telling you, audience. Put aside the it's not the Freddy that I like the most, and try to enjoy a new way to look at this character, right? You should not be buying plushies of Freddy for your children. Or This yeah. movie will help you remember that. <laughs> Unless but you plan it, on burning him or something. Uh, <laughs> we're done. That's it for Freddy until Halloween Day with Freddy versus Jason. Uh, man, it's been awesome and fun for me to go back through the Nightmare series. Easily in my top three favorite horror movie series. On a certain day, you could convince me it's my favorite. Uh, so it's been great, man. I'm glad you guys have helped me get through this. Uh, thanks for showing up, Sam. No problem, dude. Sam will definitely be back uh, for some Friday the 13th movies. We just have to figure out which one. And uh, I, I have but to for trust- sure, the remake. Huh? You're our remake guy for this series. Yeah, because I can't stand watching those old movies, dude. I'm trying to trudge my way through. Hater. Huh? You're a hater, dude. Why? When did you start hating old movies? You used to be a film. I don't know, in dude. When did we stop putting lead in our gasoline, man? Like, have we stopped doing that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was assuming we did. Oh, <laughs> uh, you tried to butch it up. Ah, you fuck. tried to butch it up, and we don't know anything about cars. No, I'm trying to All get. Right. I'm trying to get through episode five. So hopefully, I'll have that one on here for you too. You're going to be doing a lot of. Maybe Jason's a little more your speed. A guy you actually would fear in real life. Even though he's a giant hell zombie? Well, I don't go camping, so. Uh, You do live in a big city. Jason takes Manhattan. I don't live in Manhattan, man. You can't swim. But you live in a big city. All a boat has to do is float into a L.A. harbor, and you're dead. Yeah, but then he's got to drive all the way to Simi Valley. Ah. It's true. It's a hike. But he lives in the wilderness. He hikes all the time. Enough. We'll save that (laughs) for the other I'm Josh Griffey. That's Sam Price. Uh, Please leave us a rating and review. Wherever you find the show, share with your friends. And as always, uh, now that Freddy's been vanquished for now, sweet dreams, guys.